When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. episode here of PHOI Phillies podcast. I was going to think of something really cool to do to showcase the number 100, but in honor of Joel Embiid dropping 70 last night, 18 years after Kobe dropped 81, I figured why not go with the classic Wilt look. Tyler, if you can uh, zoom in on me. There it is, guys. There it is. Welcome to PHOI Phillies podcast. Tyler Zuli, Jamie Lynch, Renee Washington. You guys are tuning in to our 100th episode of the show. That's right. Crazy to think that we're already at number 100. Also crazy to think we're already at 21 days until pitchers and catches report, mm. as well as 65 days. And if you can look closely, guys, we've got some cupcakes on tap. Um, 100 cupcakes, I wish. But we've got cupcakes for well, each of us. Well, you are the sweet tooth of the show. I'm pretty I bad know. myself. I'm really bad. But you're, I think, worse. I am, oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. I actually bought myself a dozen cupcakes. So to be honest, those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for the show. A dozen, not just like a couple. A dozen. Well, because the store had like they either had the uh, little small ones, which, which is a waste because you can yeah. eat those in one bite. Sure. Then a, a six pack was like, nah, that's kind of a tease. And I've been chilling with some cupcakes lately, so I was that's, like, you do. Why you. not go for a dozen? I'll have one a How day. How long will that dozen last you? Well, now that I have to share with you guys, uh, you're Sorry. cutting into my <laughs> you're cutting into my supply. But you're, it should. I, I honestly would eat at least one a day. Now, do you do the professional cupcake move that I do where you break the bottom off and make a cupcake sandwich? I I do eat the bottom first, but I don't break it off. Okay. I kind of like bite it from the bottom and then it's a little messy. And then you hold that top sliver. Mm -hmm. So you have cake at the bottom and so you then just like the heavy the frosting to small cake all, ratio. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Right. Fair enough. So I got you guys. We got some cupcakes. I wish I could give all of you guys some cupcakes. Dave, Mopar, Chris, Spiral Out, Will. Cupcakes, uh, virtually. Enjoy these cupcakes. They're delicious, too. They're just classic, simple cupcakes, which are the best ones that are out there. Um, all right, listen, it's been a lot going on in the last 24 hours. Um, we will talk about the Hall of Fame election because the results are, are announced today. We'll find out who's going to be in the class of 2024. 
tonight at 6. We also have uh, some small moves that have been made around the league. Uh, Philly-wise, it's been exciting because, again, last night Joel Embiid decided to drop 70 points and was unguardable and made the Spurs look like cones at time. And it was great to see, even though Cat also dropped 62. Yep, nope, doesn't matter. <laughs> nope, all the spotlights on Joel, especially when he cooks Cat's ass. But Cat's cool. He's an Eagles fan. You know, He's Bird's from fan. Jersey. Yeah, I'm so, touching. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't so, hate Cat, yeah. but Joel Embiid uh, is the best player in the world. And, you know, I, I read this in Rich's morning newsletter, which, by the way, if you're not signed up for, it's free and it's awesome. Head to allphly.com. I love actually having a cup of coffee and reading Rich's newsletter. And Rich had the same. He put into print what I've been feeling for like <laughs> two or three weeks now, which is just obviously the playoff conversation is the playoff conversation. It's never going away yeah. until they get past it. We all know it. It's obvious as can be. For sure. That being said, do your best to appreciate this greatness because the Sixers, look, most of my life, it's been a pretty shitty uh, fandom. Um, you know, Allen Iverson was awesome. I grew up with Barkley. Those are my guys. Joel Embiid is the most talented dude that's ever put on a Sixers uniform. Um, enjoy really? the greatness. Yeah, I, I don't even think it's close. It's um, not great. Enjoy the greatness. You know, it could be a long time before the Sixers ever get the best player in the world again. And I think you can definitively make the argument right now uh, and probably for the past year and a half, maybe even, that he's the best player in the world. So just enjoy yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, I'm yeah. not trying to give you a speech. I'm just trying to tell you where I'm coming <laughs> from, which is like, playoffs be damned. I, I just want to enjoy this dude right now because he's the best player in the world. Yeah, and I know a lot of people, exactly as you mentioned, the first thought is, well, we got to still win a championship. There's sure. more things, you know, hardware is what's going to, you know, put him in that category when you talk about Dr. J and Wilt and Moses and Allen Iverson, the different people that have played before him, at least to get to the finals. But uh, it is definitely greatness. And I know oh, yeah. I, my whole thing is this with the MVP rule that irritates me because he, he right now is playing as the MVP of the league. Oh, he's the MVP. Without and, a doubt, yeah. and so like all this huff and puff about like, oh, he's had to get to the number of, of minimum games. and That's too much. I just I, it takes away from God forbid he something happens and a player can't play that amount of games, but they still have incredible numbers. They're not MVP. So, Joel yeah. Embiid, I was thrilled for because it was, awesome. it was, I know you guys in the chat are saying, fun to watch, absolutely fun to watch. Great for the city. The city needs some wins. We needed a pick-me-up there. <laughs> and you know the Eagles what? cracked last, on our hearts. Last week when the Sixers won, following the Eagles getting knocked out of the playoffs, that felt like a small, like, okay, we're okay. But seeing that on top of the Flyers' incredible um, way they've been playing and the goal that Tippett had, like it's okay. The that other Philly, goal was sexy, the other man. Philly Ooh. athletes are stepping up. Uh, Philly's union, hopefully they'll be stepping up too as we get into finally the season starting soon. So yes, K underscore Red, I, thank you, happy 100. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you everybody for um, being a part of this. And that's the thing, 100 episodes with you guys and us together. You know, that's that's fun to watch too. It's not only do we enjoy chatting for all these episodes about everything baseball or sports or cupcakes or whatever off the rails. Paul Walker. Hole. Paul Walker. We've had some driveways. memorable conversations, Jamie. Yeah, what's we your, have. What's your favorite conversation? Uh, I actually backed <laughs> into my neighbor's car the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, Luckily, no damage, and they're the like, coolest people. Did you see it? Uh, I was shifting the car into snow gear, so it took oh. away the 
rear view camera, which I've completely become reliant on. Yeah, we all have. Yeah, like I, I almost stopped looking. I don't really turn around that much either. unless I'm in the parking lot where people probably are. Um, so I was just, it was snowy. We were taking the girls sledding and I just wasn't. And I was going like three or four miles. An hour. Yeah, but still. Yeah, but uh, he was on the the right testicle. I'm on the left testicle, and I backed <laughs> up into him, and then drove out the penis driveway. So yes, we've had some interesting <laughs> conversations, Renee. Porta potties. Yeah. Urinal cakes. I, soap. You know, a lot you know, has been covered. A lot of bathroom things have happened, including me missing Bryson's Dots Grand Slam because I was in the bathroom. I think the hardest I laugh was the urinal cake story by far. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and if, you, if you're unfamiliar with it, you know, you should have been Go here back. in the beginning. I, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to relive it. I can't it, spoil you know? the story. I can't. <laughs> I just really don't understand why that's not taught. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you got think two the, young girls. I think the you urinal. Think they would just know? The urinal porta potty, I think it, at least I feel like it used to be more rare. So maybe it wasn't. It did used to be more rare. So maybe it wasn't something that had to be taught because they were few and far between. Like you ever. And then on one? top of that, they what's okay? I think the other issue is there are a lot of porter potties. They either had the urinal or they had the sink with the foot pedal, where you press the pedal I, and it's Those things sink. always weird me out a little bit. It's gross. Yeah. So where's the water coming from? Yeah. Is that porter potty water? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. gross. So because some porter potties have the sink where the urinal is. That is so misleading for a child mm. because the first thought is every porter potty has a sink. So yeah, we've yeah. had some memorable moments. Tyler, yeah. we've had some fun. We sure have. <laughs> um, it's been interesting. We've had some some highs and some lows, and uh, we're here. We're still around. Yeah, we so started we, with an NLCS run. We haven't been canceled or canned yet, so that's a good start. No, yet. we did. <laughs> we've sung. We've had our songs. We've had our dancing. Yeah. Well, oh, it's me. been a memorable 100. I'm excited for the next 100. That's, yeah. uh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, a lot of toilet. Even I want you guys to try cleaning your CDs. Go yeah. home and do it. I'm not, I don't, for, who who I don't have CDs? CDs. <laughs> I'm going to buy you guys CDs. I have vinyl. I'm not throwing my oh, vinyl. No, don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, Put no, your no, record no, in. Don't toilet. do that. Records, records do not clean in the toilet. I don't think I have any CDs anymore. I need you to go. I'm going to buy do you. Can, Actually, oh, I, I do, but can I, I put have my PlayStation like, games in there. Does that count? Because they're Blu-ray. Wait, which ones? Like the PlayStation discs. No, I would clean those too. But they're Blu-ray. So Is my it different? my PlayStation games. Okay, they weren't Blu-ray though. Like PS One, PS Two was not Blu-ray. Correct. But we would clean our our PlayStation games in the toilet. All right, at least you're consistent. So consistent, it worked every time. So, huh. all right. Oh. We've, Joe Socks is here for the party bag. We totally should have did party bags. Party bag swag. Maybe for episode 200, Joe. Yeah. We'll, we'll I get started some party to bring in swag. some balloons and stuff, but I was like, you guys, we got to ease into this. And I'm the only one that's a big celebration person like that. Uh, so. <laughs> Spiral. <laughs> I still, oh, yeah, I still can't one. believe I asked that one. Uh, that Spiral said my favorite one. memory was when Jamie asked uh, an unassuming guest the <sighs> hardest question uh, of all time about international signing uh, process. So welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Who's can you tell top? us? Can you tell us more about intergalactic <laughs> space travel and why black holes are important? Right. Like what? Nice to have you here. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining us. That was a good question. That was good. And you know what? I really was not expecting that from you. I wasn't either. It just like bleh, happened. <laughs> Come to find out, guys, Jamie does a lot of word vomiting. Mm. Well, not we were just talking with names. International signing period right before but, him, and I think uh, I was just like. 
Oh, let me just meld these two together. That's something that you really can't just spring on someone. No, you know, no, with not guests, at all. and Tyler and I were talking about this actually yesterday. With guests, you have to like toe the line yeah. of giving them questions that can help add to the conversation without stumping them. Mm -hmm. And you stumped them. But yeah. he answered it well and then was correct. But he knew which team was at. He, yeah, you know, and then it was ended Ryan. Up being and he said fine. the Padres are, are most likely to get the top kid. <laughs> so and you he were just had to look character. up his name. So, you know, he's a baseball guy. Yeah, I, you know what? That was a good one, Spiral Out. That was definitely a lot of fun. Oh, hashtag Free Herb was a good one, too. Free Herb. That was, we all in that moment went from, like, frustrated with the lack of movement by the Phillies to very appreciative of everybody in the Phillies organization. I think I actually became that much more of a Philly sports fan. Good perspective. Like, good not perspective. even just a Phillies fan, like a Philly sports fan of, like, yeah, it could be worse I mean, in our city. Think, of, think if you're a White Sox fan. Baseball sucks. Football, like you got uh, a, a scratch. Um, basketball pretty much sucks. Hockey, at least you got Connor Bedard. But like to put it in perspective of Philadelphia, like we got it pretty good right now. We got the I best mean, the basketball player in the world. The worst issue that we have right now is we were all waiting for the Eagles coordinators to get fired, and they finally did. Yeah, um, that'll be so, interesting. So like that's what our problem is. We're petitioning for. We were wanting BJ out and Desai and. Yeah, like we're having, we don't have issues. Phillies to are a top, cities. you know, three team in the NL. Sixers have the best player in the world. Flyers are uh, ahead of schedule in a rebuild. Way ahead of schedule. And uh, you know, the Phillies, uh, Sixers, and Eagles, in theory, are all championship contenders. So like, yeah. we we the actually Union have least, it pretty the good. Union at least are a playoff team. Wait, so is this true? The Union season is is back. Like basically, yeah, they already, already started preseason. They're down in Florida in clear yeah. in Clearwater. In clear, yeah. Are they in Clearwater? Yeah, that's what I thought. They're also in Clearwater. Wild. We almost had an overlap where we could have been in Clearwater at the same time. Uh, that's wild. Trip. Hockey and soccer. You know, know. people think baseball has a long season. Soccer hockey, and so hockey's long. I don't know that hockey ever ends though. It's, like after the it Stanley starts Cup, in September and it's over in like. Did you know late by the June. way the Stanley Cup is a mug? You can drink out of it. I didn't know that, and I keep hearing everybody talking about the Stanley Cup. So I was like, oh, what are they giving out like mini Stanley Cups? Like, as in a trophy? And come to find out, it's a mug. Wait, like the Stanley, like, tumbler mug? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. The Stanley Cup? Yeah. Are people calling those Stanley Cups? It's a Stanley. Everyone's like, I want a Stanley what Cup. What is the fucking obsession with these I don't Stanley know. mugs? They're I like, don't know. There was, like, a Starbucks release at Target. And, and like, people went apeshit. Yeah. And they literally went, um, were flooding it as if we were back in the, the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think as if we were back in the '90s for Black, Black Friday. I mean, people were literally storming it, stealing it. Like all types of things were happening. Chaos broke loose over a mug. There's tons of good like tumblers. And I got my look at this water bottle, guys, which matches my shirt today. Yeah, like I got this. We got like four. seven thousand ounces in that. Yeah, it, because I'm trying uh, to be what better. Le what level of hydration are you at? I'm really behind schedule, but technically I'm not though. It says because like super cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting Way closer to, go. to the. Let's get started, hour at 9 a.m. There, are, but wait, there actually are phrases on there. I was yeah, just kidding. No, there's, it's there's, rise and shine. Let's get started. Eye on the prize. Like, as the day progresses, it gets more. The point of why I'm sharing this large water bottle, because I actually had a different one for my workout this morning. So I'm giving myself grace. This was four bucks. Yeah. Mine like, was like. I'm not paying 50, four, whatever. $14 or something. Like, I don't know how much a Stanley Cup is, but I'm not buying that. Uh, and I'm definitely not fighting somebody. For a mug. I think I saw they float in the pool, though, which is kind of cool. I mean, so does this, technically. But, like, upright. I mean, but, like, who needs to do that? I, I don't There's know. so many other things I that float in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> like, Including duty. Ew, do you know geez. what movie? Caddyshack. Oh, I like 
that movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be three porter potties. Joe said I have a two gallon mug. Listen, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be healthier to balance the fact that I eat a lot of. Oh, okay, that's good. You know, I gotta I gotta balance it, guys. Well, if you're balance. looking for that balance, Renee, say in like the home Ooh. buying market, I would recommend highly that you use our friends over at Mortgage CS. These guys are awesome. Alec and Ben. Uh, pretty much are the workaholics and the motor behind the company, even though they have a, a bigger staff than just the two of them. But text Ben, call Ben anytime. Even if you want to just say, Joel and Bede scored 70 effing points last night. His number's right there on the screen. 267-391-7425. If you've ever gone through the mortgage process, uh, it can be intimidating, overwhelming, a little bit scary. You have to have so many financial records checked and, you know, you have to dot the I's and the lowercase J's and cross your T's and all that good stuff. And Alec and Ben are here to empower you, inform you and help you and be, you know, basically a friend through this process. They're a local company. They have a they're an independent mortgage brokerage right here in Philadelphia. So it gives them full control of the lenders they work with. And they have a ton of great relationships uh, across the industry. Uh, they help their clients obtain ultra competitive rates because say you're thinking about it two years from now, call them now, get the process, make sure everything's cleaned up. You're ready. You have the best credit score you could possibly have and make sure all those holds are tied up for you. So when you do get pre-approved, it's go time. You feel empowered, informed, and ready for uh, your new home uh, because buying a home should be fun. And Alec and Ben want to make sure you enjoy the process and are informed on the process and they help you get the best rates possible. Uh, they have a ton of easy-to-use tools uh, to make it more approachable for you. I'm telling you, I wish I had Alec and Ben when I went through my two home buying processes because it's a lot, and it's better to go into a situation in form than to learn it on the fly. So use Mortgage CS. It's that simple. When you think of the word mortgage, think Mortgage CS. Think of Ben and Alec. Save Ben's telephone number right there on the screen, 267-391-7425. Uh, email Ben at Ben at MortgageCS.com. You can call and text Ben at any time, day or night, and you can just talk Philly sports. Maybe you need a buddy to reach out to about Joel Embiid. Uh, you know, maybe the Phillies will go sign Blake Snell or do something wild. Text Ben right away. Check out MortgageCS.com slash P-H-L-Y to get started. The advertisement is not a commitment to lend or extend credit. Mortgage CS is an equal housing opportunity mortgage broker. All loans are subject to credit approval. Certain restrictions may apply. Company NMLS ID 146766. Visit mortgagecs.com for more information. I love in the chat. Spiral Out is saying how much um, he misses our post-game shows and looking forward to our late-night post-game shows. And then also Mopar saying... He's going to be missing us by one week down in Clearwater. So ask Jamie if you can leave your tab open for him to be able to uh, <laughs> continue adding to it. But you know where you can make sure to take care of your finance in the case you do accidentally leave your tab open. That's over with Rocket Money. Now, Rocket Money does a great job as your personal finance app. They make sure to manage all of your spending. That way, you know exactly where your money is going. If you have teenagers that are into the Stanley Cup fad or if you have cupcakes you want to buy for your friends with Rocket Money, they keep track of all the transactions everywhere your money is going so that you know what you're spending on each month. So what I like about Rocket Money, why I use them is it makes it convenient, makes it easy. They update you. They also help cancel any unwanted subscriptions. So let's say you have a subscription to this magazine that's now no longer uh, something you want to read anymore. They might be able to help you cancel that subscription and buy 
Rocket Money, you just click a button, they will reach out to them for you, they'll cancel that subscription. So with Rocket Money, they'll also monitor your spending, let you know if you get a refund, let you know if you get paid, let you even get know in advance, hey, we expect based on your recent history that you should be getting this paycheck soon. Rocket Money does it all, guys, right in your pocket, right on your phone. With Rocket Money, they allow you to help also lower your bills. These are all wins to keep money in your pockets. Rocket Money has helped over 5 million users Save their, and they've saved their members an average of $720 a year, as well as over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash P-H-O-Y. That's rocketmoney.com slash P-H-O-Y. Again, rocketmoney.com slash P-H-O-Y. Save, save, save today. Yeah. All right. Let's talk some baseball. Um. <laughs> Mopar said that's a no on the open tap. Mopar, <laughs> I, I will do my best to keep it open for you. Don't I'll buy you worry. You, I'll buy you a beer, Frenchies, Mopar. Send me your Venmo. Hit me up. I'll wow. buy you a beer. Look at you. Yeah, Fren Frenchie. I'm excited for you two to see Frenchies <clears throat> in left field. Like Ooh. a tiki bar in a baseball stadium. Oh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's Nirvana. It really is. And the weather. Oh, God. I can't wait for winter to be over. I hate winter. I know, uh, Jamie. Just, You're what is it, 21 days to, 21? to clear water? Oh. We're almost there, Jamie. All right, well, as we're tuned in episode 100, I worked hard on this sign, so I'm going to show it up a few times. <laughs> yes. I actually did. I did. I purposely did red for the Phillies. <laughs> but I had to do black so people can see it, but technically you still can barely see it. Um, <laughs> all right. So, and I also put red toothpicks on our numbers, if you haven't noticed. Oh. I, you know, I tried to color. It's the little details. It's the little details, guys. It's a little thing. All right. Well, you know what else is uh, exciting? We have been following all of the lists that have come out around Major League Baseball as they've been ranking by positions. Again, we will definitely at some point be doing our own on the show, so stay tuned for that. But the league put out their rankings for first base. Now, we've talked a lot about Bryce Harper as an everyday starter for first base. And as that list came out, <clears throat> gets you excited for a number of reasons. So we have... In that top 10, Freddie Freeman now sits at the number one spot. Uh, last year, he was number two. Paul Goldschmidt has dropped down to number four. Well, so, coming off an MVP that year, yeah, I guess that's, yeah. that's fair. Freddie Freeman bumped up to number one. We've got Bryce Harper sitting at number two. Matt Olson at three. Paul Goldschmidt at four. Yandy Diaz at five. Pete Alonzo at six. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at seven. Brandon Belt at eight. Christian Walker, nine. And Tristan Casas at ten. So what I look at with this immediately, Jamie, is this gets me excited for a couple of reasons. One, we know Bryce Harper just moved to first base last year, uh, officially as an every, and now is officially an everyday first baseman. Um, two, it makes me think, are we going to have the best first baseman in the league? Because Freddie Freeman, of course, as you mentioned, incredible numbers, don't get me wrong, but that number two spot is Bryce. And uh, I'm, I'm all about the little details and the little competition, and I would love to see Bryce Harper this year uh, showcase he's the best first baseman in the league. That's all. Yeah, I mean, the thing that jumps out to you there is, one, it's still weird to see Bryce in first yeah. baseman. Um, cool, but weird. Uh, <laughs> but the second thing that jumps out to me, at least, was can you really put him ahead of Matt Olson right now? I mean, Matt Olson, if it's not for Ronald Acuna last year, is him or Freeman is likely the MVP. Matt Olson's year last year was was frankly pretty absurd and almost, like, mm. underrated. Um he plays a great defense. He hits for power. He hits for average. Um, you know, he pretty much does everything you can ask. He had 139 RBIs last year. 
Can Bryce Harper, do I see any scenario where he's batting above 280 with over 50 home runs and almost 140 RBIs? I think he can get close in a full season, but it's hard for me to believe that Bryce is going to be better than Matt Olson. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I, I, If I was the coward in MLB, I would probably have Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson, Bryce Harper. I think you, I think you can make the case that he's better than Paul Goldschmidt, even though Paul Goldschmidt's a tremendous player. Um, it's a really interesting four to rank because three of those guys yeah. have MVPs already. Mm -hmm. Bryce's came at right field. Matt Olson, I think, a little underrated in this category by MLB Network. I got to be honest. That pains me because he's a brave. I know. Stinking, stinking brave, but <laughs> a little bit disrespected there. Yeah, and I know in the chat people are saying similar things about Matt. Um, Spiral Out's agreeing with he's you. Awesome. Uh, you know, Jim is saying right now I would have Olsen ranked higher. I know. Also, it does make you ex – it's it's – exciting because at least we're having Bryce in that in that conversation so quickly and I think for me it's a matter of okay now with a whole season at first base a whole season hopefully healthy what will Bryce look like in terms of um you know being the best first baseman listen want the Phillies to have the best positional player for every for every single position but I think on the other side so there are some numbers you talk about Matt Olson uh, obviously Freddie Freeman very well deserved that number one spot after his season last year, 29 home runs, 102 RBIs. Um, and the, on the hitting side, Bryce is right there. But on the first base side, Bryce does have, when you look at the numbers of last year alone, um, the, the numbers that Bryce put up in his games as a first baseman, pretty, pretty good uh, in terms of the positional stats of outs and errors and assists and everything that he's one of the players that across the league is top in a variety of categories. So Double plays, um, as I'm looking at it again, double plays. He's, he's, he's a great first-year first baseman. And I'm, I'm wanting now to see Bryce Harper, by the end of the season, we're having a different conversation of like, yeah, Matt Olson and Freddie Freeman, also top first baseman. Bryce Harper can be the best first baseman. Uh, it's going to be a tough nut to crack, <laughs> as they say. I mean, Freddie Freeman and Matt Olson. And, That's and, it. That's all. You just, know, just, just be better. Just That's two it. of the best players in the game. <laughs> Tyler, what are your thoughts on Matt Olson being yes. ranked behind Bryce at first base? I, I, I think it's it's unfair to Olson. I think you guys hit it pretty well. Now, amongst uh, qualified first basemen, Matt Olson finished third in defensive runs saved with an eight. The only two players that were Jeez. above him is Christian Walker, who is one of the, the best defensive first basemen in the league. And surprisingly enough, and I don't think this guy gets enough credit for his defense at times, at Goldschmidt? least this year, was Carlos Santana. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, who, yeah. I, and, and listen, so you finish with an eight. You, you finish <laughs> above. Now, granted, I think defensive runs saved and D-War are always a little bit lower amongst first basemen just because... It, You're involved in yeah, every play. It, it tends to be that way. Um, but, I mean, he clears everybody else in the league other than those two guys. Wilmer Flores, Pete Alonzo, Dominic Smith, Cody Bellinger. And, like, this is all these – like, you have that number regardless of your innings. We talked about Johan Rojas with mm -hmm. the ridiculous DRS, even though he only played a, a handful of innings. Um, Matt Olson is an underrated defender. Yeah. And he's – yeah. somehow an underrated hitter, despite the fact that he hit 54 home runs last his, year. His and, numbers last year are insane. The, the, guy's, the guy's insane. And, I mean, that Braves team is just damn good. <sighs> They're just a, overall a really good baseball team. Like, the – I, I don't want to call it disrespect because he gets his props, and being third isn't bad. 
but mm-hmm. I, I can't in good conscience right now no. put Bryce Harper as a first baseman Ahead of Matt over Olsen. Matt Olsen. If you yeah. say who's a better baseball player, I'd probably right, pick Bryce Harper. Right. Yeah. But to say but who's a better first why. baseman. And I, I feel like that's why. It's Matt I mean, Olsen. this is – listen, we've seen a lot of these rankings have us – minor tweaks. You know, they haven't been too off for the most part, but there's been minor things. Uh, second base, first base that we've seen that's like how do you either miss a guy or justify this – um, but I think it's because they're saying Bryce Harper's the better overall baseball player, even though it's a first base positional specific ranking. So, Hey, again, I, I know Mopar, I actually was able to read your comment despite the typos when you said, I just need decent first base play that doesn't kill us like Reese. So by the way, hashtag sign Reese Hoskins. Yeah. Joe, um, Joe Sachs at the end is of the wondering. day, would Reese Hoskins wouldn't even be on this list. No, Reese was terrible. And defensively. so and Bryce was already because better. of that, the fact that Bryce is top two already strides leaps and strides better. Um, yeah. After one week of watching Bryce play first base, I went, <laughs> wow, he's already so much better than Reese. Cool. And no, Joe Sachs, still no sign uh, of Reese mm-hmm. Hoskins news. I would imagine it's between the giants and the Cubs, but like, it's pretty quiet on that front. You would yeah. think some of these things would pick up a little bit uh, any day now. So, you know, Reese, still no still no news there, but the Phillies defense uh, at first base and at left field, and I might steal this as my positivity for tomorrow, are going to be night and day from what we've been used to for the last yes. two years. I mean, Kyle Schwarber out of left field and Reese Hoskins out at first base. Like, your defense is going to go up. Huge improvement. Huge uh, but Matt Olson had a, uh, where was it? A 7.4 war last year. Mm. In comparison, Bryce Harper typically isn't around sevens. His one MVP year, he was a 9.7 in 2015, which is absolutely insane uh, to think about Matt Olson being a 7.4 last year and Bryce Harper was a 9.7 that one year. Uh, but, you know, Bryce in a limited sample size last year was a 3.7, which is really, really good. And that's hypothetical man saying a 9.93 OPS last season. Uh, yeah, the, the numbers of Matt Olson last I year I mean, were... it's absurd. <laughs> like, to put Bryce Harper ahead being of Being biased, him. I'm like, cool, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like seeing being it. being a, a baseball... Yeah. I go, Matt, are you, did you guys watch Matt Olson last year? Yeah, there, there's only three players last year that finished with a better OPS than Olson, and it's um, the National League... And MVP Ronald Acuna, Acuna. Uh, it's Corey Seager who is just had an off the charts year, and uh, oh yeah, by the way, it's Shohei Otani. But guys, like, those are the three guys ahead of him. Those are this pretty is good the players. same list that forgot Jose Altuve. So yes, and like the same grouping, I should say. And, and Ozzy Albies on the second baseman list. Yeah, and uh, there was one other. Oh, uh, Adalas Garcia was like. Yeah. Very, I thought, underrated on the right field list. So, you know, MLB Network, it's just... They're human. No, and and yeah. I think that there's there's but guys... I don't know what... I mean, I don't know how you're missing no, they're, big names. They're doing this but... on purpose a little bit, I think, uh, to make a little bit of a splash well, on the first baseman list. They I gave think. us some com- something to talk about. I, so. I think there's guys on this list, or, or not on this list, that are probably left off at first base. It's not as egregious as leaving Ozzy Albies off the yeah. list, because it's it's kind of like... Yeah, here or there, you can go either way. But like, I think Nathaniel Lowe has a case to be on this list. Um, You know, heading into the, the, you know, especially after the year that he had last year, and he's kind of progressed into becoming an everyday first baseman with with Texas. I think that um, one of the underrated players, because of the fact that he only hits like two thirty, is Spencer Torkelson. 
Um, 35 home run guy could get the 40. Was he a number one pick? Uh, he was a first round pick. He was definitely first round. He yeah. might have been first overall. I'm not sure. I'd he have to go back high, and look. High, but like, yeah. it's less egregious than leaving Ozzy Albies and Jose Altuve off a list. But you know, like, I don't get the Brandon Belt love like everybody else does. Uh, yeah. Like, I would take the two guys behind him. I would take Low over him. I would take. Torkelson over him, but this list is far less egregious yeah, than the last really one. Torkelson's numbers are really good, too, as I'm like looking at the comparison and, first And Neil man. makes a good point. I think Jonah Heim got left off their, their catcher list, mm-hmm. too, which is just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. There's been, uh, for each list, it feels like they're either leaving somebody off altogether, as you mentioned. We're not even talking about some of the first basemen, like a Spencer Torkelson that's not on the list, um, or just kind of like, you know what, for kicks and giggles, let's just flip Matt Olson and Bryce Harper and put Bryce at two and Matt at three. Um, so yeah, uh, that's why I'm excited for when we do our positional lists because we will do our best to try to remember yes, as Tor- many of these Torgus. names. Sorry, I went down a rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, Torgelson no, I did was the, the same first thing. overall pick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, cause it wasn't like, usually it says it on the Wikipedia, like well, they, fun, had, they like, had two in like three years. Right. Cause they took Casey, Casey Mize number Mize one as well. Also first, yeah. So that's why now you're seeing Detroit start to be at, you know, much like the mm. Orioles and the Tigers, when you actually hit on these top picks, ah. it's amazing how much it can turn around a franchise. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. The Phillies top picks. Uh, yeah. Mickey Moniak. It's okay. Cornelius Randolph. Cornelius Randolph. That barrel actually worked out. Larry Green, theoretically. It's okay, guys. It's, no, you know. It's, it's not okay. Everything's fine. This is Aaron fine. Aaron Nola worked fine. out. Aaron Nola, yeah, but he was a <laughs> first Andre overall. Andre Blake worked no, out. I went 7th or 8th, though, right? Yeah. That's, and. Yeah. All right, well. Hitting on draft picks are fun. No. What would you wear? <laughs> hey, Tyrese Maxey. But what would you wear? Would you be out there in in uh, my box? draft night outfit? Yeah. I would go '90s NBA big suit. Oh my god! <laughs> Look like a Roblox character. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, with the jacket down to like my shins and like big baggy pants and flip flops. Yeah, I think that'd be a good look. Ew. Yeah. Ew. And this is why you're not gonna get no drafted. socks today. This is why you're not getting drafted and you're no, in the right spot. No, there's many things. That's, uh, the real, that's the main reason why. Oh, that's okay. That's it. That's I, it. If I had only known that at a younger yeah. age. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you guys were asking about Reese. Well, let's talk about another uh, Philly, and that's Hector Neris. Now, the market's been picking up a little bit with some Hector Neris chatter. Um, Andy Martino, MLB insider from out of New York, does uh, a lot of work in the New York SNY area talked about how Neris has been getting a lot of interest from clubs outside of New York. Now, his asking price that we're, we talked about this, I guess it was last week because today's only Tuesday. Yeah, it was um, uh, three years, yeah, 50 million was the exactly. projected rumor. Uh, but Looks according like to sources, one or two years at seven to 11 million per year fits the Mets budget. Um, they're looking to and willing to spend about 10 million more on their roster this offseason. The Yankees are also a team that's been included, obviously, it's been the Mets and the Yankees because the Yankees are in a win-now mode. They're going all in. They're pushing all the chips in. But apparently there are some other teams that are um, actively interested in Naris outside of the Yankees and Mets. But I haven't heard who they are. Uh, one or two-year deals. It's, you know, let's say let's cut the 7 to 11 range and just say he gets you know nine. Um, if you could get him for a one or two-year deal at $9 million, I'm in. Like if Robert Stevenson's gonna get uh, close to eleven, yeah. Hector Neris is therefore worth nine or ten, like mm-hmm. easily because Hector has a much better back of the baseball card than Steven. Stevenson. Like you're kind of projecting he's gonna become this guy that right. he was in Tampa last year. 
Um, Hector, at least, you know, older, but he has more of a proven track record. I, I have no qualms about that number for Hector Neris. If that's like three years, 50 million, I went, you know, 18 million per year. You're crazy. That's not worth it. But mm -hmm. if it's around nine or 10, I think that's about fair in the going rate for somebody like Hector Neris. Yeah. Tyler, uh, two years, 22 yeah, million I, I think or the, 20 million. I think, the, I think the three and 50 was like, hey, yeah, that was too just, just throw a number, throw out. a, huge throw a number. crazy well, number well, again, out the and market, we'll bring People down. are getting the, the deals that we've been seeing are all over the place. So he just kind of like launched the yeah, number out there and then you can scale it back. And now seven to 11 yeah, million a negotiating per year. tool. It's not a negotiating one-on-one um and then also to just sprinkle out there oh yeah there are other teams outside new york that are interested in hector naris yet i haven't heard who those teams are so hopefully me, the phillies that seems like some slight negotiation uh one-on-one yeah. as well I mean, that's the agent like, saying to uh yeah. andy martino like, hey, hey just throw out some other teams pick this up the mets and the yankees Steve have Cohen's been being cheap we need them to write a check <laughs> uh tell them some other teams are interested both the Yankees and Mets reports say have been in talks with Naris's team about, you know, negotiating and figuring out a, a deal that works, yet neither of them have made a move. And we've heard this for a little while now. So I do feel like the report that, hey, he's got some other teams interested, yet haven't seen any of an, a single other team listed. And we know, we know based on how the hot stove's been working and how the, the free agency's been working in general, we would have heard an in the mix. There's these three teams in the mix or these three teams have a chance. We haven't heard that, but I think he's yeah, going we'd like to, be to see him York. do something. Um, you know, yeah. the news yesterday, Araldis Chapman, not that I wanted Araldis Chapman. Oh he yeah. Signed another one. 10 and a, I think it was 10 and a half million dollars, but the Pittsburgh pirates, like, huh? <laughs> uh, but like, you're seeing all these teams, like the pirates don't have a chance in hell. Uh, and they're going out and making, it's like, come they on. They had a one, a one year, 10 and a half million deal. Yeah, like, for like, Araldis. I we all know you're gonna do something. Can you please do something sometime soon? I, I just want to see a decent level addition to the team. I didn't want Araldis Chapman, but when you see the Pirates signing bullpen pieces, you're like, guys, come on. Can we you want to poke him with a stick down there? Yeah. Like, let's let's get it going here. Let's add this piece and get excited for the season because as you said, 21 three weeks away from Clearwater like literally exactly three weeks if you're Reese the day. you know like he came up in the chat you're you're probably at this point starting to be like all right like shit can you just get a deal well done? that's the other part of it is for the I mean not that the front offices care at all what the players are thinking but at the end of the day they're just waiting like Reese right now is not knowing where he's going to be playing next season all the anybody that's still Cody waiting, Bellinger Sna still I was gonna say there. Chapman, Bellinger, yeah. um, Snell, you know, these are guys that are just sitting around waiting. Seems slower wondering. than I know that Bryce and like certain guys have taken into uh almost March at some point. Wasn't Bryce like March 2nd or 3rd that he signed? <sighs> so some guys do take that long, but it feels like the overall like big chunk of this market is taking longer uh than normal. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't understand what's going on. It definitely feels like it's it's stalled. It's like we're just waiting yeah. and waiting and waiting. And then even um, um, the Yankees. What's his name? Jeff Passan said that between the twelfth and the nineteenth, he expected to be like a, a, you know a heavy signing period where everybody was going to sign. Today's the twenty third. I was going to say I don't know what day it is, but I know it's not. <laughs> I'm not saying 20s. Jeff Passan's a bad reporter. He obviously got that on good information, and now nothing happened. Well, for Except Blake for like Snell two. specifically, the Yankees allegedly offered him, according to Mark Fizand, a six-year, $150 million contract that he ultimately turned down. 
Snell is reportedly searching for either a larger AAV or just a longer deal. Then bust through the door so, and give them $35 million for one year. Right. Like, just do so it. So I think that's what it's. it seems like right now there's a standoff. It's like the old Westerns. Like, they're both – it's a standoff well, just, and they're just, just waiting. Just overpay for one year. It's and, one year. It's not going to kill you. Somebody's got to be out there that the, the Phillies can afford. Like if you go and do that right now, like say it's say it's Jordan Montgomery or Blake Snell, and their markets just totally crap out and crash. Yeah, go give them thirty five million. You're gonna get a return on investment on that. You're in a championship window. It's gonna get people in this town in an absolute red frenzy if you have a rotation of that. Like just just say fuck it. It's you it, have to just go spend. Just do it. You're so close to a championship. These other teams are getting bigger and stronger. Like, just do it. It's one year. There's no bad one-year deals. And and as we're mentioning, we're not talking about making this big league-wide historic type of a deal—a one-year deal, a two-year deal. Bring in a piece, the you smart, know, and yeah. bring in just someone different too. Like, it's time. This whole running it it's back the with the exact same roster, roster and you're going to yeah. hope that some prospects come back better. That to me is not a plan. That's a lot of hope and hypotheticals and wanting. Where's the definitive okay we're gonna bring in somebody like a blake snell who's proven himself time and time again as a cy young winner we're gonna blake in someone like bring in someone like jordan montgomery who's a plug-in piece we're gonna bring in someone like a hector naris or back when robert stevenson was available there have been names that are great middle of the roster pieces that can add for your bullpen for the at bats you know whatever the the phillies need a couple little things just add the little things that they talk about around the edges around the edges is not zero Around yeah. the edges means something different. Something, something different than just the exact same roster and us just hoping everyone's going to be better. This, this is going to be better and that is going to be better. It does and seem like they're really just hanging their hats on a full season of Bryce and Trey Turner being better for a full season as like upgrades. <sighs> and they are, but yeah. like, I don't know. Do something. Do something. That's all we ask. All right. But well, those this markets season... crapping out is the best hope for the Phillies to do something. Yeah. So true. if they become one-year deals, I do think the Phillies will become active. So hopefully that yeah. happens. Well, there have been some quick updates for the Phillies um, because the only updates we're getting right now are around, like, the promotional calendar. Um, that's all we've got to look forward to, guys, is the Phillies dropping what to expect at oh, I love Bank the promo- Park. promotional calendar. It is exciting, but release. I would also like a, a nice I, dropping of the sign, of yeah, a signing or something. I always look at this and go, what can I use my children to get oh, for myself Lord. for here? Because most of the good giveaways are children 14 and under. And who said the children get the cool stuff? Uh, society? Like, because well, you can go unfair. buy stuff? That's it's unfair. to make the kids... You don't want a Phillies Chick-fil-A bullpen cart? No, Figurine I- for your desk? So I can play with it on remotes and hold it up. You don't want that. I, I mean, want the that. thing is, if you give it to the kids, you also give it to the parents. Then yeah, I want a Schwarbaum so beach of, towel. Instead of giving you the adult something, they give it to Paige or Skyler, yeah. and then you also get it. Well, I have so to it's steal, a win-win. It's a then family gift. Steal from my children or share. Mm, it's mine. <laughs> okay. I paid for the tickets. I get so the which one? Beach okay, towel. there's a lot of things on this schedule for this upcoming year because guys, we're already very close to the beginning. Of uh, the season opening day again is just six to five days away. So for opening day, it's a scarf. March twenty eighth, you get a nice Philly scarf. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like that's a match opening day. I would. I well, would it's want... still cold in March. No, it is, but I still feel like opening day should be like a woo, we're back type of a gift, and like a scarf. Everybody gives out scarves. Eh, soccer club vibe. 
Uh, You're a soccer that person. Feels a little blah. Yeah. Um, but there is an opening night T-shirt on the 30th for fans 15 and older. That's kind of cool. Um, they're giving out sleeveless hoodies. That's awesome. That's pretty good. Some fanatic mittens. Are you a mitten person? No, no. I, I don't wear any not. gloves. My hands are like hot. Boxes. You don't even wear socks. Why would you wear gloves? Yeah. I, my I my extremities good... run hot. I don't need mittens. I have um, pockets in my jacket if it's that cold. You can get a book. There's Jamie children's can't book. Read <laughs> a, a fanatic children's book. <laughs> Jamie, you can work on your reading. Yeah. Um, replica the 2009 NL champions replica ring. Kids run the bases day. Which That's is always a, a scene. Chaotic day. We, for we sure. considered doing it last year, and then we saw the line all uh, the way out Ashburn Alley, and it like snaked around. Much. But apparently, here's a little insider tip for you if you have little ones and want to do run the bases. If you join the Fanatic, it's like the Fanatic Kids Club or something. It's a, you do have to pay for it. I think it's like, I want to say like 40 bucks, but I think you get a free kids ticket with like uh, the purchase of it. You also get VIP run the base access. Oh. So you don't have so to get at the back first. of the line. You get to cut down the section. Oh, they know what they're doing. It's all yeah, if you if you buy the fanatic, uh, you know, whatever it is, kids club or, or whatever. Or you can wait until seniors stroll the bases for fifty five and older. Oh. Well luckily I'm not there yet. <laughs> not not you, you. <laughs> but somebody else is over fifty five. That's cute. They've got kids on the bases and then seniors stroll the bases. I think the coolest um, one is either the Shorebomb Beach Towel. I was going to say. The Phillies bullpen card. Uh, the Shorebomb Beach Towel is pretty awesome. Because the Phillies bullpen card is like the throwback fat P maroon Phillies old school baseball card. See, that's the thing. The kids don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, why don't? Why did they get rid of bullpen there cards? There has never been a game that, that <laughs> you mean children 14 under 14 have attended that there was a bullpen card yeah. for. That's for people who were at the vet. That's my gift. If you didn't attend a game at the vet, you don't get a bullpen card. Yeah, exactly. If you didn't throw ketchup bombs off the 700 level of the vet down on buses like I did, you don't get a bullpen card. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the bobbleheads. I, I know you bobbleheads. love bobbleheads. Mickey Durkin's going to come after you in the we, chat. I know, guys. He's I'm not Mr. a big bobblehead. bobblehead person, but there is that the Bryson Stott bobble figurine and day, May 17th, and then trades is happening on July 26th. That one doesn't get me. I like the bucket hat. I'm, I like a bucket hat. That's a great summer vibe. I'm not a bucket vibe. hat person. I have a golf hat <laughs> to try and be UV smart, but like... Uh, bucket hats have been a point of discussion in my family because my cousin, brother-in-law, they're all big on the bucket hats and their wives all Why hate don't them. You, do you feel like you can't rock a bucket hat? Um, yeah. This is no. not your vibe? No, not I my vibe. I feel like it's a great summertime, like, on the beach with a bucket so hat. So, beach, I go the big straw hat because it, it literally, like, blocks out so much sun on my okay. upper body. And then golf, I have a big floppy dickhead golf hat. <laughs> That I don't feel comfortable wearing, but I'm just trying to be sun conscious. Okay. Okay. So, so that's right. that's that's as far as I go with the uh, large. So you're, hats. but there's the Father's Day men's hat day on June 23rd that you can yeah go get another hat. That would be a fun one to go to. All right. So there's some exciting days, guys. They this has been tweeted out. Uh, I know one of the spots I saw at Philly's tailgate tweeted it out. So the the team has been sharing. Yeah, Dave loves a bucket hat. I do like the concerts are anti, cool. I, I'm not anti others being bucket hats. Right, I get that. I, just I get that. Don't I feel like an idiot? That's how I am with scarves. Like okay. I love scarves to be warm, and I like a nice fashionable scarf. I'm actually not a big fan of sports scarves because I don't want to wear it. I don't want to mess it up. Like scarves are supposed to be functional and warm. They can match and be stylish, but like a team scarf is not warm enough. They're just for show. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. All right, 
Well, let's move along. Let's get uh, down on the farm as we get ready to wrap up because we've got to talk about our prospect of the day. Now, today's a very interesting day for our prospect. This kid may or may not exist. The names, <laughs> the name of our prospect I'll is let you Aaron take this. Escobar. Are you going with Aaron? But it also, what's, what threw us all off is there's multiple spellings to his name. So there's Aaron as an A-A-Ron. Mm-hmm. But he also, I think his birth name, because he is from Caracas, Caracas, Venezuela. His birth name is Agnel Arun Escobar. Yes, it's A R O O N. <laughs> right. And Agnel is in angel, but the N and the G are switched. And, and Tyler found his spellings. Twitter, and the name is totally different on that. What? Are you sure? Yeah, I, I think on assuming it's his Twitter, which it looks I think like it is. He responded to a video his of. His last name on Twitter is Cardona. Huh. So this kid might not be real. Well, okay, let's raise that that conspiracy one other notch because it's a CIA operative. Aaron Escobar, mm-hmm. Aaron Escobar was also born allegedly January first mm, in two thousand five. Sketchy. Oh one oh one screams. <laughs> that is not your birthday. That might not be your name. And then also the spelling has been Aaron with two O's. It's been Aaron A R O N. It's been a lot, but I do know typically. For people that are born in a different country, when they come to the United States, their name does sometimes get changed to be Americanized, which is a weird thing Mm -hmm. that we do in this country. But there are some stats and some information on him. Fun facts about him. Now, Aaron Escobar, and actually, let's do his stats first. Let's. I'm going to make you guys wait. Because the fun fact is like the the biggest thing. Yeah, that had me the most thrilled. So let's wait for the fun fact. Here's the stats. There he is. You can see it. Tyler found an actual picture. You can see some of his face. That's. Yeah, you know, that's that's him, possibly, Maybe. possibly not. At 19 years old, 5'11", 180 pounds in 2023 in the DSL, 33 games, his splits, 209, 343, 300 with one home run and 24 RBIs, struck out just 9.7% of his at-bats really in the DSL in 2023, 25 out of 60, hit tool, uh, 50 run, and 30 out of 50 on his field, and 50 on his arm for his uh, gratings. So I know I also was reading some things about him. Allegedly, he is a great hitter. Um, I know Alex Coffey put out a piece in December breaking down the different prospects and was saying he's got good pedigree and different things like that. Um, so there are some reports that he exists. Okay, that's good. That's a good um, start. We don't know his exact name. He has been listed well, as a second baseman. let's talk about the name for a second. <laughs> Arun past- Escobar, right. does that sound like a ball player to you? I like... I actually like. I wish it was Angel Escobar. I think that sounds a little. That's bit more. pretty badass. That sounds I more agree. baseball. That to does me. sound more baseball. Erun doesn't sound. We'll and now to. up, Erun Escobar. I mean, it does have a nice like roll. Erun, yeah, you gotta like, you, you gotta, gotta ooh it. You gotta ooh it. Yeah. But Aaron Escobar doesn't pass. It doesn't jump off because the page you know at what? Me. I feel like Aaron's not. I hate to say this, like it doesn't culturally fit Escobar. Like Escobar made me think Pablo. Of course. I'm like Pablo Escobar is here. I've read like four books on Pablo. Oh, I, I, I think it's I so intriguing. I Escobar think it's very too. intriguing. I watched Narcos. Oh, Narcos is great. Yeah. Tyler but name test. Does it sound like name, a ball player to you? I don't know. Renee and I are lukewarm on it. Sure. Sure. Tyler, right. you're not a big fan of the name test. No, you're the only one that goes on the name <laughs> test. Um, his face. Now, we did get some pictures of him. Yeah, that Ty- is not a great picture Tyler of him. Tyler found two. One was a screenshot of the net bat we watched on the affiliate. It was a, I, I paused the video and screenshotted him at the plate. Yes. So it's a screenshot of a video of a feed. <laughs> Of a game. Yes. Paused. That's what we've got. So but I will say we have had prospects 
that had no pictures. We couldn't find a single image of them. It was all question marks. It was stock images. So at least there is something visual that we got, whether it is that screenshot of a recording of a, of a video of a stream from somewhere or the top of his head. We know he's a person. So he's listed as a second baseman. Uh, I wasn't able to find a ton about his fielding abilities, uh, but he is fast. He's one of these slender guys. Again, they seem obsessed with guys that are 5'10", 5'11", 180. Um, he's split time on the Phillies red and white teams in the Dominican Summer League. That's the only body of work we really have for him. He's still, what, 19 years old. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. It says his power is, you know, potential of it's 40 now with a potential of 50 on the scouting scale, but he only has three home runs in those Dominican summer league games. Mm. Um, so that's one where you just have to, I guess, trust the scouts on because there isn't a body of work, uh, really to back that up. Let's see. He's had 320 plate appearances, uh, in the two years in the Dominican summer league, his batting average over the two years is 225. 370 on base, which is really good. Um, so that might, to your point of, yeah. of being a good hitter, low strikeout rate at 9%, a 370 on base, you combine those. Kid probably has a pretty good understanding of the strike zone. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I think this is another one of these 18, 19-year-old kids. It seems like they have a lot of them. He was signed in the international signing period uh, two years ago. Mm -hmm. So it's like one of those years where he's an interesting one to kind of circle uh, and follow this year because yeah. there's a good chance he's – you know, maybe low A. Kind of gotten a year. Yeah, and see some more, uh, you know, professional level of pitching right. and see how he adjusts to this year. So another one of those kids where it's like, pay attention this year to him mm -hmm. if, if you're one of these Phillies prospect kids yeah, uh, because one the of scouts those, think highly of him. One of those 10, he was one of 10 international signings that the Phillies made last year. I know in the chat you guys are having fun with finding out and, and trying to name some yeah. famous Escobars. Escobars. Uh, there have been, but that's the last name gets me because it makes me think big business and it makes me think this guy could be intimidating and, and do some things. Now, what also might help you guys, we're going to, here's the fun fact for our Agnel Arun Escobar. He is the cousin of a current you know, pretty good baseball player to say the least. Um, the MVP, Ronald Acuna Jr. and Escobar are allegedly cousins. I don't know, first cousin, second cousin, couldn't do the 23andMe or whatever the thing is. Um, didn't have a chance to go down the family tree to figure out the details of how they're related. But allegedly, I know, uh, we heard it from Jill, Jim Salisbury. We heard it from uh, Sal Agostinelli. Um, Alex Coffey talked about it. So it seems real. It's not fake news. But allegedly, somewhere in the bloodline, Mr. Aaron Escobar is also cousins with Ronald Acuna Jr. Well, that so there's makes a lot me of hope there. have no <laughs> option here to get irrationally excited about this kid and expect <laughs> him to be the next NL MVP in like Basically, seven years. That's what we got. He's got the bloodline. I'm a, I told you I'm a bloodline sucker. And by the way, guys, it's not just Ronald Acuna that, that is <gasps> in his family. He's another cousin. Uh, two Escobars, by the way. Alcides Escobar. Oh. Who uh, still is, is still playing, to my knowledge. I maybe he, he may have retired, but I believe he may be still playing. Made his debut with the Brewers, won a World hmm. Series with the Royals in 15. And Kelvin Escobar, who pitched for 12 years, started with the Blue Jays in 97, pitched with the uh, the Angels all the way up until 2019, won 101 games. Uh, so it's a Where did pretty, he get that from? It's Where did a pretty get that from? darn good 
family, uh, baseball family. Because we, the thing is, we've got no information on him as a baseball player outside of his stats in the DSL, but we've got his family bloodline. Yeah, that's like, enough that's for me. That's what he's leading with. I feel like the reports are leading with, guys, doesn't matter, second baseman, third baseman, uh, doesn't matter. He's got some very important cousins that he has. Good enough for me. A, you know, could have the same genetics. It runs in the family. So there you go, guys. Our prospect for today down on the farm, none other than Aaron Escobar, also known as Agnel Arun Escobar from Caracas, Venezuela, with some very famous baseball players as cousins. I'm going to just say first cousins. Let's not let's just let's just keep it there. All right, as we uh, always do, we're heading over the hour, but that's nothing new. 100 episodes with us. You already know how this song and dance goes, but we're going to run through the end of this. Now, I do want to touch on the fact that today is January 23rd, and as we are celebrating our episode number 100, um, it's backwards. There we go. We are also getting ready to celebrate the 2024 Hall of Fame class. So tonight at 6 p.m., from Cooperstown, MLB Network is going to be announcing who's going to be officially in the 2024 class. We have heard so many reports. We've been seeing all the percentages of votes. I know um, there's a variety of numbers, like Carlos Beltran, as I, one of the reports I recently saw was at 46.5% votes. Um, Todd Helton at 72%. Manny Ramirez at 33%. And MLB was writing about how there's an interesting first-timer that's on the ballot, and it's our very own Chuss. Uh, Chuss, Chase Utley, <laughs> that is there. Now, according to the tracker, he's at 40%. But Which there's is really been, good for a first time. There's been some... Oddly. Yes, there's been a lot of support that he's been getting. That's what's thrown a lot of people off the, uh, you know, a little bit... They've been a little bit confused by in terms of outside of Philly, because in Philly, we're not surprised by that. But yes, Chase Utley, as of now, has been has received around 40% of the Hall of Fame vote. So we'll find out today... If he gets, well, he won't nod. get in this time, but he will get in. I think eventually when you get 40% on your first time, uh, it's pretty good. I think the two to watch tonight that are on the cusp and I think they're both going to get in and I think they both deserve to get in. Uh, cause they're both right around. Like I think Billy Wagner, the, one of the trackers had it like 74.5% and you kind of need that 75% and Todd Helton, I think he just said 72% or something. Yeah. So like, those two are right on the cusp. As of, and I think they both get in. As of this morning at 9.25, Billy Wagner was up to 78.1%. Then, then he should be in. Gary Sheffield right now is at 74.8%. Wow, he was at 55%. Gary Sheffield. I think Gary Sheffield's That was as of like yesterday he was at 55%. Tyler Gutt. Oh, I'm sorry. That's uh, this, that's of the votes that are public. Public. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. That's of say. the votes that are public. Like, that's a sorry, huge you're right. Difference. He's at 55 percent <laughs> of the actual public yes, final. Yes, yes, and yeah, he's sorry. on the tour saying, "I am the Hall of Famer." I don't know what else I Literally. have to do. Billy Wagner's at 68 as of I've the seen actual. I've seen as high as like 72 or something. I think Wagner I'm just gets, using Ryan Thibodeau. He's yeah, yeah, the best yeah. one. Yeah, I think Wagner I gets at. in. I think Helton gets in. I don't think Sheffield gets in, but I do think Sheffield is a Hall of Famer. Mm. Um, and by the way, there's only 55% of the ballots estimated yes. right now. So right, we're missing some. Numbers. You're missing a lot of ballots. These, those two are the two that could drastically change. The other three guys are in. Did you guys know there's only been one Hall of Fame candidate on the BBWAA ballot to receive more than 40% on his first ballot, but not elect eventually be elected to Cooperstown? Only one. Are yeah. they? 
actively on the ballot? Not no, excluding current candidates. Oh. Okay. Tyler, I feel like you know this. Well, so my guess is it's this probably become- it's probably Pete Rose. No. Did Jack but I don't Morris know if he in? was allowed on the ballot at the time. Jack Morris got in, right? Jack Morris is in. So we got There's 40% some, some on the first ballot? Impromptu trivia for you. So, yes, this person got forty more than 40% on his first ballot, but not eventually. He was not elected, hmm. which I didn't realize I don't that, know. actually. There's so many players that could be. Who was it? He's an L.A. guy. By the way, Manny Ramirez is a Steve Hall Steve Garvey. Steve Garvey didn't get in, huh? Yeah, I didn't realize that, actually. Okay, so that being said, we put will stay the, tuned. Put all the juicers in the hall. All like, get over it. Make, <laughs> make a steroids wing. I don't give a damn, but if you have a Hall of Fame where Manny Ramirez, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. Uh, Wild. Who did I just see in the chat? Uh, somebody else. Whatever. Put these. Put the, Alex Rodriguez. Just it's make insane. it steroid hall. Nobody cares. It's over. Yeah. It's part of the history of your sport. Get over yourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, it's stupid. Barry Bonds was the greatest baseball player I've ever seen in my life before he juiced. And then he juiced to keep up with the league because the whole league was doing it. And the commissioner turned his back to it because it was good for ratings. And Mark McGuire and his back knee and Sammy Sosa reinvented the sport in the mid-90s and saved your ass. And you turned a blind eye to it. And now you're preventing them from the hall. It's so stupid. Right. If you're not going to penalize them for it when they were playing, then why penalize them now at the Hall of Fame? And by the way, guys, those those numbers that I gave you initially are the ones that are updated. Wagner's at 77%. Sheffield's at 75%. So Wagner will be, if I read this correctly over the weekend or recently, I think Wagner's only going to be the ninth, eighth or ninth closer, quote unquote, uh, to make it. Like, I think it's a very low number of, it's almost like uh, safeties in in, uh, Canton. Like safeties historically don't make a lot of Hall of Fame uh, and closers for whatever reason. It's really weird. Uh, don't make the haul very easily. So if Billy Wagner does it, that's uh, pretty damn impressive. Mm-hmm. And Jamie, the, the Jim and Joe, there's people are agreeing with you. Just put an asterisk next to their name yeah. as juice players. Who, can, who gives a shit? Nobody cares. But uh, at the Minute end Maid. of the day, you can have the Minute Maid juice. Yeah, haul. this is exactly. Um, all right, guys, we've got to wrap up here. We've got to get our positivity from Tyler. It is Tuesday. We've got some trivia, and I want to do this trivia today because I actually have. In honor of the Hall of Fame, the 2024 class getting announced today, some Mike Schmidt trivia for you. Because why not? Why not keep with the theme of Hall of Famers and focus on one of the Hall of Famers that played right in our backyard? So are you guys ready for trivia? Sure. Okay. We're going to, this is, this is, the category is Schmitty. What is Mike Schmidt's full name? Michael ding, Jack ding, Schmidt. Ding. No, I just you didn't. Yeah, go ahead. You got it. Okay. I had a shirt on yesterday. Today I don't. (laughs) I thought you had to check. Um, (laughs) Check if you had a shirt on or had had a Mike Schmidt shirt. Oh, okay. I thought you had to check if you had a shirt on. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I'm glad you had a shirt on. Shirt on yesterday. That's my all-time favorite player. All right. Oh, so then, okay, you might know some of these very specific. Uh, I don't know. I used to go to Schmidt, Mike Schmidt's hoagies growing up. You guys are probably too young for those. Oh, I could go for a hoagie right now. Oh, I could go for a hope Okay, too. double whammy then. When was he born? And where was he born? <laughs> what? I mean, <laughs> I only have one of those answers. I think he's from Ohio, correct? Ooh, look at you. I don't want to I want to say Dayton. Wow. Wow. Dayton, is that right? That Dayton, is correct. Ohio? Birthday, I have no idea. I mean, I'm I'm gonna take a year guess because of like what how old I I'm I presume okay. that he is. And what I'm did gonna he come say up like, in like 79? I'm gonna say like 19. 
47. Oh, you're very close. You're very close. 51. You, you passed it. Okay. Split the difference. 49. I got it. Literally, it is 49. September 27th, 1949. Okay. Okay. And I only know that because I've re- really have been looking up Mike, Mike Schmidt a lot lately. All right. Last two questions because these are fast ones. April 17th, 1976. <laughs> How many home runs did Mike Schmidt hit in one four. game? <laughs> wow. Wrigley Field, four home runs. Do you know who they played? The Cubs. I would hope it was the Cubs at Wrigley Field. <laughs> Otherwise, oh, things got weird. Yeah, yeah. All right. Last question. Tyler, are you there? Not, uh, Jamie's, not just doing, home? Jamie's just doing wow, well today. Mike Schmidt. Yeah, he's my thing he that my, we're learning is you know a lot about Mike Schmidt. He made me love baseball. Like he was, he was All my right, dude. I feel like this next question is too easy for you. Then. All right, here's one. How many times did Mike Schmidt lead the NL in home runs? Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, um, let, me, let me raise the bar for you a little bit. I'll say f- three. Hmm. I wanted to say four, but I dropped. Tyler, it I'm three. gonna give you a chance. Tyler, to that's answer. just pure guess. Uh, it's, it's gonna be a guess for me too. So I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say he only did it twice. I don't know. I, I've, I honestly, I don't wow, know. Wow, you guys are lowballing him. I don't know. I really don't know. I was, I wanted to say four or five. Did you guys know Mike Schmidt led the NL in home Six. runs? Ten. Oh, you said the I'm NL. Sorry, eight times. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, still w- I still, I still wouldn't have guessed. I still wouldn't have guessed. But I, I thought you eight, said MLB 1974. At first. 5, 6, 1980, 81, 83, 84, and 86. Okay. There you go. Huh. Great launch angle on so, that guy. So, as we know, Mike Schmidt was elected in 95 with 96.5% of the votes and again, to the like, Hall of Fame. And again, this is why the Hall is so stupid. Like, Adrian Beltre, Mike Schmidt should be unanimous decisions. 96.5% like, of the votes. If you're not voting for Mike <laughs> Schmidt on the first ballot, you, you lose your vote. You're done. You're off. You're off the voters list. Just get, um, go pound sand. There's nerd. Jamie's positivity for the day. Go Adrian ahead and Beltre vote. should be unanimous tonight, and he won't be. Yeah, he and won't it's be. stupid. So with that, Hall of Fame kind of brings some anger out of me. Clearly, let's yeah. get into some positivity. <laughs> let's let's shift before we do our guest that stands. Tyler, you've got today's positivity. Although I feel like Jamie should yes. have it because he's been very negative. Yeah, Jamie, okay. Um, I'm he, all did, right. he did great on his Mike Schmidt trivia, but he's going. <laughs> Ape shit on everything else. All right, Tyler. Well, all the fame's stupid. It's pretentious, and they smell their own farts. All right, guys. So obviously, health real mature. Health plays Lynch. a huge factor into this, and you can't predict health. So maybe this is a little bit unfair. We but, like unfair. But last year, the Phillies' starting rotation finished third in Major League Baseball in innings pitched with 899. The only two teams that had more innings pitched for the, than them were the Houston Astros at 900 and the Seattle Mariners at 901 and a third. With that being said, the Phillies also had starts, got 10 starts from Matt Strom, seven from Michael Lorenz, and now you get two good starts out of him, which helps. Seven from Bailey Falter, and you only got 18 starts from Christopher Sanchez and 40 combined between Sanchez and Suarez. Assuming health, and you get to even more than that from Sanchez and Suarez this year. And even if both guys get to, let's say 25 a piece and your top three, give you 31, 32 and 32, like they did last year, the Phillies bullpen should be, despite the fact that we talked about adding another arm, the Phillies bullpen should be fresh for a majority of the season. And if you have a fresh bullpen in the majority of the season with not a guy who is, you know, sabotaging you at the back end of the bullpen, (laughs) This bullpen should be this bullpen should yeah this bullpen should be set up regardless of the addition of another arm or not 
to be a huge help to this Phillies team come playoff time because we know Rob Thompson shrinks the starting rotation leash significantly in the playoffs, specifically with Ranger Suarez and Christopher Sanchez. This bullpen should be extremely fresh, and I expect them to be one of the better bullpens in baseball this year anyway. Yeah, they should be. And if this this starting rotation gives you 900-plus innings again, the bullpen may be the difference maker in them making a playoff run again. Yeah, I, early on in the season, use, use the Nick Nelsons, yes, use right. those scrubs mm-hmm. to kind of like save some of those arms. Like, you know, I like it. Yeah, I like it too, Tyler. I like that. I know in the you chat, the little commands like, like, I like it. I like it. Um, definitely also like the fact that I saw so many people giving correct answers to our Mike Schmidt, Schmitty time. That's awesome to hear. Yo, Darlin Solares, love the fact that you love the channel. We love that you're here also because you're just in time for guess that stands as we get ready to wrap up. It's time for you guys to join us to try to attempt to guess who is going to be the player that we are seeing in Guess That Stands. Who was it yesterday again? Yeah, it was Hunter Pence, and it was oh, optically yeah, a Pence, mind and then Alan Boehm me. was before that, and yeah, you you struggled for that. Well, I just saw a left-hander for so long, and then I finally saw the right-hander at the, yeah. the final minute. I um, yeah, they're you know they're tough sometimes. Mm-hmm. They are. All right, Spiral Out's positive. Sir Anthony will bounce back. I like that. Um, Joe fills open with the Braves. If I'm reading the schedule correctly, yes, they do. That will be March 28th that the season opens in just 65 days. Hence our countdown over here until the opener versus the Braves at home. So with that, let's get into guess that stance. Hopefully you guys are ready because the chat's been been good. Tyler, what do we've got? All right. You ready for this one? I'm I'm never ready. All right. I'm not even going to preface this by anything. Here's your stance. That makes me even more nervous. Ooh. Huh. I'm going to start paying attention to the little details because I haven't been doing it. Well, I think we can that. rule a, a left-hander out of this one. <sighs> kind of got a big ass. I was going to say, I, I see a little thickness. Yeah. Burl had a big ass, but that doesn't strike me as a Burl. So what's some big it's butt It's an inside fillies. pitch. I'll tell you that. Hmm. Guys, you know half the, half of our job is an audio podcast. Which oh, is, yeah, we should sorry. probably say words. <laughs> my my gut is, I think, wrong. I have no idea to, on this one. <sighs> We're getting some various answers in the chat. I see Nick Castellanos, who does have a little bit of a of a frame. Does he have Nick has a, a cake on him? He's got a little. He's got a little. He's, yeah. he's a little caked up Casty. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not like it's. Ah, uh, I don't think it's that. So, that's like a, that left. I think it's his left leg, if I'm looking at it correctly, is seeming a little bit more solid. Hmm. My ex-boy toy, Victorino or Burrell. Well, we already did. Shane, we've Shane. already done. We haven't done Burrell yet. Um. Mm. Ah, I see Reese. I'm what? between two now. One is current oh, and one is a... A little bit of a throwback, but has a ring. See, the elbow pad threw me with Alec Bohm, and so I'm not looking at... This is hard. You get no hair. You get no uh, protection. Right. On... Like, the way he's thin, I, I don't see any... head. I don't see the shape of his head. Is there a bulge on the left shin there? For a little shin guard? Oh. Maybe? Also, the way that he's wearing his pants is, I feel, super distinct. All right, Tyler, I'm going to text you. I'm going to text you my two, but the first one's going to be the answer. The second one is my um, 
There's a little confidence Wait, in the chat today. You're not allowed to. You're texting two. I'm just gonna. No, you can't text two. You yeah, why already texted the one? So, so which one's your answer? The one you the one sent I just me texted. first is is your locked in answer, or the second? Which one's your locked in answer? The first one. All right. Uh, you guys have a but lot. I thought, oh, I see. But JT. the second one is who I thought it was for the. Okay, worst. so your first answer is your locked in answer. The one that says is my is my gut <laughs> answer is not your answer. That is not my answer. <laughs> okay, so why you're, are you sending him a gut answer to a real answer? All right, so you're both locked in because it's a name. Are we, I did we give the same answer this time? You did. Oh my gosh, I don't like that. You both gave the same answer. You both gave the overwhelming majority answer of the chat, which was Nick Castellanos. There was a lot of confidence in the chat today, and guess what? I don't think it's right. No, Y'all it's are wrong. wrong. Wait, don't You're tell not, the answer. Don't tell me it was my gut. You're not even remotely close. No. I mean, I guess what? you are by positional value, but you're not even remotely close to the player. What? This guy hasn't been a Philly in quite some time. Okay, wait. I feel like I want a second chance. My, my gut was... Pedro Feliz. That's also wrong, but at least you're in a better ballpark. Have park. you seen anybody say that? Great no. infield. An infield? Guys, no. we're all wrong. Outfielder. Yes. I see everything. Is it Burrow? Because no. I considered no. him. No, no. People said that in the chat. Um, what? I don't Mike know. Mike Lieberthal? No. He was a catcher. How? Okay. I was going to ask. <laughs> okay. Um, shit. Right? I can't think of a catcher. No, it's not a catcher. Oh. Jamie said Mike Lieberthal, and I said it's. I've already. I already oh, said it was man. an outfield. Oh, man. I don't know. Um, you just stumped us all. Would you have? Oh, I hate that. No, I wouldn't have would... gotten this one. Oh. I, like, so it's funny. I will say this. We talked about this guy the other day, kind of in jest, but we did talk about this guy. Chris Aaron and I Rowan? didn't speak about this. Um, but no, not Aaron Rowan. Wait, what year are we talking? We're talking an outfielder, right-handed outfielder, right-handed outfielder. Aaron Altair. Close. You're in the right ballpark. Oh, brother. You, you, you've got that, that range of teammate. Mm. Not, it's not Ben Revere. No. Because this guy's He's too tall. tall to be Ben yeah. Revere. Oh. Um, we talked about him the other day. We talked about so many things. Very briefly. Kind of, and again, kind of in jest. In that same realm of the Aaron Altair conversation. Huh. I don't recall. Jeff Jenkins was lefty. Yeah, it's my last head Zuli creating suspense. I feel like I'm watching a movie now. I don't know. I got nothing. I don't know. I don't. All right, you, you guys ready? Completely. You guys ready for this oh, one? Gosh, oh, I don't God. know. I don't know if I'm ready. John Mayberry wow, Jr. Mayberry Jr. I convinced myself he was going to be an answer. See, John like, Mayberry Jr. That's a oh wow. The body now makes sense too. It all makes sense. Now I can't unsee it. John Mayberry Jr. That was a tough wow. one. Wow. Just. Yeah, Worth. We, did we do Worth? Yeah. We did it Worth. I think we did do uh, Worth, yeah. Yeah, that's why he wasn't on one. Huh. Well, that was a tough that one. That was one Kudos. of the early ones. Wow. Hmm. Boom. Yeah. Well, that's how we're wrapping up. 100! Hit that Stumped. like button in here for our 100! Definitely hit that like button, comment. Uh, wow. I okay. hated MJ, We're going to redeem ourselves tomorrow. I hope. And now we can sink our teeth into some yummy cupcakes. So for all of us here at PHOI Phillies Podcast, we thank you guys for tuning in for 100 episodes with us from the emergency pods to the VODs and videos that we've shared of behind the scenes stuff and all the fun pre-game activity that we've done and post-game stuff that we've done. We appreciate every single one of you. So from each of us to each of you, these thank cupcakes you. These are for you. These red velvet? What are we working no, with? No, not red Just velvet. You know, I like a plain vanilla and chocolate. 
the uh tyler don't worry yours is in here as well um oh <laughs> okay i thought you we were gonna cheers i thought we were gonna do a thing like what the heck just happened okay i'm gonna do it that was a good cupcake that's not how i eat my cupcakes but i'm going to try it looked rammable oh no how did you do that Car do ramrod. sideways <laughs> <laughs> Should I close out? Well, for Renee Washington with a cupcake in her mouth, Tyler Zuli, thank you so much for being a part of our 100th episode, being with us. We're not that far away from baseball salvation in Clearwater. Renee should be able to talk again in like 35 minutes. Um, but thank you. Seriously, we, we love all you. We appreciate the support. Uh, make sure you're supporting John Foley's writing on allphly.com and all the other great writers we got here. Um, thank you for hanging out with us today. Renee, I'm you back? back. You I'm back? back. <laughs> all right. I need some milk, though. I should have bought I hate milk. milk. Oh my we'll God, be back I tomorrow at milk. noon. This is uh, true. Before our new time of 11 a.m. starting next week. Uh, but yes, thank you to all of you. Dang. We will see you soon. Bye, guys.